What's Your Position podcast may contain adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language. We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Live from WIP Studio A in Garden Grove, California, this is What's Your Position? On today's show, we talk about BDSM. Also on the show, Funky's here. I don't make love. I fuck hard. And now your host, Ashley Weller. Welcome, fellow humans, you kinky motherfuckers. I'm so excited for this episode uh, because, well, one, because our dear friend Bunky is here and we love when he comes on the show because he adds spice and excitement and... Yeah. <laughs> it was literally right when you did it, too. <laughs> oh, God. Salt Bay is here and he's going to be adding some uh, interesting, uh, I don't know what the word is. Now you can't flavor. Speak. I know. <laughs> Mercury's in Gatorade. I can't. Uh, we're having a rough day here at What's Your Position? It's okay. It's fine. We're going to talk about BDSM. We're going to talk about kink. We're going to talk about fetishes. We're going to talk all about what gets people going in the bedroom. All the things you think you aren't supposed to speak about. All the things that you think are too taboo. We're going to dig deep. <clears throat> we're going to get through it with our unofficial sponsor today, White Claw. White Claw is going to guide us. <laughs> You totally missed my phrasing. Uh, the oh, sorry. I, uh, I was talking about our unofficial sponsor. I'm they talking pay us a about lot of going deep. For this spot. <laughs> uh, the the pack number three, white claw pack number three with I blackberry. Declare that is the best white. Claw I do pack. declare. It's so good. Every flavor's. Would more. you say that white claw is your fetish? You have a fetish for white claws? No. no? Okay. <laughs> uh, maybe baseball. I go way too hard on baseball, but I don't get hard on baseball. <laughs> <laughs> It could be a fetish. Okay. Really big, fat, huge side note. I was watching, I watched an old movie the other day called Take Me Out to the Ball Game with Frank Sinatra and Gene Kelly. And I thought to myself, well, whatever this is, is going to be fucking amazing, right? Like mm-hmm. fucking Frank Sinatra crooning and tap dancing. Hello. And Gene Kelly, get the fuck out of here with your perfect teeth. And they're this vaudeville act that also happens to play baseball. And they go to back to spring training and they're doing their silly songs. It was one of the worst movies I've ever fucking seen in my entire <laughs> I don't life. I've ever heard of that one. It was awful. Oh. Like the the team gets sold to this girl and everybody like when she walks in the room, everybody starts whistling at her and then Gene yeah, Kelly Yeah, low key misogyny. Gene, Gene yeah. Kelly walks up and like gets really close to her, like uncomfortably close and is like, "Why don't you walk over here with me and I can help you?" And she's pretending that she doesn't know who he is, but she's the owner and he's like, "I can stay out after curfew and I can blah blah blah." And she's like, "Oh, really? Can you?" Like, <laughs> "Tell me more." Uh and Frank Sinatra falls in love with her and whatever. But like they sing this song about making out with these girls and then like leaving them high and dry. And one of the verses is that the girl was so heartbroken by them leaving that she killed herself. That was one of the verses. The other one of the verses was that she he had to go because she was 11. What was the, Oh, shit. Take me out to the ball game? Yeah. Wow. I just like randomly scrolled on his and that was the one. Too. Yeah. It's not. I. It's, she she was eleven. That's what the song says. Yeah, ah. yeah. So it was modern day Tennessee. Yeah, but it was Florida because they were at spring uh, training. Same thing. <laughs> same. It's basically it's like the same place. Yeah, casual misogyny and racism is just 
It was ripe. Mm-hmm. It was ripe. Oh, it's great. Sometimes it's not too bad. Uh, I'll show you. It's that one. It's this the one? top one. Yeah. I don't even know if I can listen to it again. I might have to take my headphones off. Just fast forward it. Just fast forward it. Oh, sorry. Give me it. Give me it. Give me it. What about your vaudeville tour, huh? I left a broken hearted at the rodeo. I kissed a gal way out in Boise. That's Idaho where potatoes grow. I went away and her sobs were noisy. I said, I'll see you later. And I hopped the nearest freighter, left her holding a potato down in Idaho. Yes, indeed. Yes, oh, indeed. just wait. Just yes, wait. It's still at least better than DJ Khaled. Yes, indeed. Is it? Yes. <laughs> Everything's better. <laughs> okay, here we go. I kissed a gal down in Mississippi. A southern belle named uh, Emmy Joe. That was her name. I thought for once love had got me a dippy. She called me Lucky Seven, said my kisses were from heaven. Then I learned she was 11, and I had to go. Bro. <laughs> I wasn't kidding. And then she ended up killing herself? No, no, there was another verse where someone killed herself, but I didn't play that like, one. Damn. It was a little too how dark. Do you, how do you learn somebody's 11? <laughs> like, you could learn somebody was... 19 at a bar yeah. you could learn yeah you know yeah. somebody's 45 and they're yeah. 30 but you don't yeah. learn somebody's 11 that's apparently obvious it was uncomfortable to watch i literally was like i don't know i only watched maybe another 30 minutes after that and it was so disgusting that i was like yeah i was so excited it had so much promise with those two people and yeah. then it but let- the cool thing is is that somebody wrote that song i know and somebody wrote the music to it and both and of somebody them said listen to it and looked at it to put it in the movie and then Ugh. gene kelly said i'm gonna sing this song and at no point in any of that was there like 11 guys can we, we do a different rhyme? Yeah. Nah, just, <laughs> I understand the whole heaven, like, you know. Well, thankfully, all those guys, white guys are dead now. So. <laughs> oh, my God. They're not okay. making any more music. Uh, we're going to get right the fuck into my tip of the day. Oh, sorry. That's all right. You can just take your time because today's Mercury is in Gatorade. Tip of the day. How to do BDSM if you're brand new. So everybody thinks to themselves BDSM is like this crazy thing that I can't ever get into. There's no fucking way. There's no way I'd get into it. There's no way I'm going to whip somebody. There's nobody, no way I want to dress up in leather and latex. Well, I have news for you. If you've ever spanked somebody, pulled someone's hair, choked somebody, used a feather, used handcuff, used blindfolds, talked dirty to somebody, then you've done BDSM. Congratulations and welcome to the club. Yeah. Okay. It's nice. Everything else seemed pretty like... Not violent, but you know, on that spectrum, and it's, it's like, not a feather. Depends on how you use it. I'm <laughs> also, blindfolds aren't violent. Blindfolds aren't violent. No, but it's scary. It kind of scary. You don't Hell know. no, it's not scary. That shit's rad. No, okay. Talk through your interests and your boundaries. Apparently, Robert is is t- terrified of blindfolds. It's fine. When we talk about dominance and submission in BDSM, we're talking about consensual power exchange. So there is clearly an exchange of power when we talk about BDSM. So you want to make sure with your partner, 
first and foremost, you ask them if they want to be spanked. If they don't want to be spanked, don't fucking spank them. If you walk up to somebody who's changing a diaper and then you spank them, they probably are going to be pretty fucking pissed at you. But if you walk up to somebody who is naked and just got out of the shower and slap them on the ass, then hey, you might get laid. You want to make sure that both of you know what your boundaries are. What if your partner doesn't want to be spanked? What if they have trauma response? What if your partner doesn't want to be tied up because they were tied up before and it didn't go well? So you want to make sure whatever you're introducing into your relationship is consensual between both people. Anything? I don't know. Ask your guest. I'm always on the podcast. Ask this dude. <laughs> I'm doing your job. <laughs> Anything to add there? There's, there's some tension here. <laughs> no, uh, the word of the day fight. is consent <laughs> right. at all times. Absolutely. Every time. And Anytime. multiple consents. Throughout the entire in theory, thing. theory, throughout the entire thing. Mm-hmm. You got to update that contract. Yep. You know that. Uh, right. Yeah. No, for sure, because it changes. Try out some dirty talk. It's very easy to do dirty talk. It's the, it's the fucking easiest thing ever. I can't do that. Really? It's It makes me giggle. <laughs> because I just, I know the person, and then they're saying ridiculous things that they never say in normal settings and I just like you're, what are you doing which you're is acting. exactly but that's the point, the point. Though, bit, right? <laughs> but then like, I but then I laugh so and then I and then they ask me to do it what I you, sound I seem ridiculous what if you did it over text uh, I, I think just in like being in the moment like that's different like that's a little foreplay and like on the couch you're making out and you, you know but like in the moment <laughs> I gotta tell you, it's a lot different to Do we just have sound- silent sex versus sex with a soundtrack. Sex with no, soundtrack. I mean, we're making sounds, <laughs> but just not in the shape of words. Well, just maybe like turn over or something like that, or something like that. <laughs> just turn over like a fucking rotisserie chicken. Hey, here's point number three: <laughs> add a blindfold. Sensory deprivation to your sex life is easy and tantalizing way to build. Tension and anticipation. And anticipation is like one of the best things about having sex is the thoughts that you're going to have sex. And so building the tension, blindfolding somebody with like a silk scarf or like. Yeah. Fancy. Well, you got to buy the tools to work on the car. I mean. Really long socking. Oh, my God. (laughs) Jesus Christ. If you want to buy a blind, or you could even do a, a like a sleep mask. Yeah, there's a lot of things, and I think into the people entering into it newly, yes, never done it. If you can sort of take the sharp edge off of the tools of it, okay. So rather than a set of handcuffs, okay. right? Maybe use the bra that you just took off uh-huh. through the railing of the beds, oh. or instead of a gimp mask. Right, you grab one of the silk ties that he has in the closet. Right, mine's in, so, mine's at the dry cleaning. Yeah, there you go. Right, or something of that where you can ease, you know, put your toe in it first, okay. and okay. you get the concept of it without the sort of like what the fuck I have to is go this? into a sex store and buy right. A or I got to figure out how yeah. to work a leather clasp to make this work. I'm sure there's a YouTube video. I'm sure that there is. Uh, another way that you can engage in BDSM without really buying anything or doing anything, is engaging in orgasm control, which is called edging. Have you heard of this? Have you heard of this? Mm -hmm. 
And of course, you have. You're both so smart. Um, it involved bringing yourself nearly to orgasm and then abruptly stopping stimulation. Uh, basically, it can help you last longer. Um, it can also give you a lot more anticipation. Hello. Um, it can also make sex really great when you finally do have orgasm. Or you can use it as like a dominant submissive thing where you tell somebody you can't come until I tell you to. And then that person is literally waiting until... Their was, partner says. I think I wasn't I the one that told you the other day what J O I is. You didn't know what that was. J O I. Yeah. J O I. I still don't know what it is. I told her that I think we were drunk at Disneyland. So I don't know what okay, it is. Okay, we'll try to guess. You're, it's exactly what you were talking about. What do you think it stands for? Joy. No. Well, okay. I mean, there is at the end. Hold on. Okay, be quiet now. All right. J. 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 Think of J O together. J O together. J O together. off. Intern. No. No. Yeah, no, uh, no, 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 I don't got it. Instructions. Jack off instructions. Or jerk off, yeah. Oh, jerk off. What's the difference? Why can't I say jack off? Why do you have to say jerk off? Well, I think J-O-I is specifically, I think that's where the acronym comes from. But what do you say? Jack or jerk? Jerk. Jerk? Why not jack? Isn't it both spelled with a J? Right. I, I don't know. I just I thought it was specifically that. It might the be East Coast West from. Coast thing. Yeah. yeah. Is it like NorCal potato potato yeah. sprinkles versus um, Jimmy's? Yeah, that okay. guy's that kind of thing. All but right. yeah, it's videos of women. You know, usually. Oh, they did that on Euphoria. And they talk to the camera and they tell you, mm-hmm. you know, how fast. Don't do that. You know. Oh my god. Yeah, eh, not my thing. Sounds hot. Buy a massage candle. Ooh. That's sketchy for the first time. Uh, Candles are useful for more than just creating mood lighting. You can do wax play. It's very dangerous. So please make sure. Do not burn your fucking house down. Please make sure that you are away from any open like curtains or anything billowy that can catch on fire. Uh, Wax play is easy because the pain goes away like almost immediately. Yeah, but you got all this wax everywhere on them. No, it hardens. Yeah, but it rubs off. No, it just comes off. It's a massage candle. It's specific no. wax. Oh. It's better than regular wax. It's ah. sex wax. Like a well, sex that's board. different. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I know. <laughs> and then another thing you can do is learn about restraint. Uh, ropes or handcuffs or scarves or anything that you want to restrain somebody with. That is a huge, huge part of BDSM play. So there's some tips for the beginner, which leads me, fuck, to my stat of the day. Or my stat of the day. It's my stat of the day. It's my stat of the day. In this stat of the day, I'm going to ask you all to give me an average age. So pick a point in your mind where you think an individual gets into BDSM. So. Are we thinking that BDSM stems from <laughs> life? Are you kidding me right now? I thought I paused it. Sorry. Lifelong um, sexual fantasies and fetishes from childhood. Are we agreeing with Freud that everything we do in childhood leads to what we're going to do in adulthood? Do we think that BDSM is something only people who are in their fifties and divorced do? Like, what are we thinking here? What is the average age that a person? gets into BDSM and kink. Give me a guess. Is this of the people who are into it? I mean, of these people who were polled, Mm. no one 
came out and said, like, yeah. I'm into BDSM. In order to be pulled, these people just had to agree to be part of a sex research. And then they were asked, do you engage in any BDSM activities? If so, what age were you when this first became part of your sexual repertoire? So don't think about huge, crazy, hardcore BDSM. Honestly, just think about handcuffs or spanking or hair pulling or choking or tying someone up like these are the things that people are doing in their homes by the way 89 percent of all bdsm activities happen in the home and only about 5.6 percent of BDM, bdsm activities happen in clubs so most of the shit that people are doing they're doing in their house so what age do you think they first introduced any type of bdsm into their lives yeah, I'm going to go like mid-ish 20s. Hmm. Like you've had a little bit of the standard conventional kind of sex and you're opening up to that and then you're kind of like, oh, you're realizing, you, you know. You maybe or you're date like a like, naughty person and then they you're slap like more you. more open right. to stuff like that. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Okay. I was going down the same road as you, but I think it goes a little further. I think it's more in the 30s. I think that's when people are getting married usually and then that's when hey now we're married we're stuck with you let's do some freaky shit in the bedroom. <laughs> you know like who else and so i'm gonna go 33 oh you're giving uh, me an exact age specific yeah. no you know what oh you wanted a range i mean no i actually wanted an age and oh. b said mid-20s and i was gonna we'll give put it 25 to i was gonna that's give it 25 to all right i'll put 25 unless you have another number you want to put you're fine. good with 25 <laughs> okay it. 25 things everybody should know about bdsm uh first of all you should know what it stands for Ashley, what does BDSM stand well, for? I'd like to know if our guest knows what it stands for. Oh. Bondage, domination, sadomasochism. Do you know the other letters that go with it? Because there's two D's and two S's. Oh, I didn't know no, that. No, I don't know those. Ooh, okay. So I'm so excited I get to teach you something. Uh, BDSM includes bondage and discipline, dominance and submission, sadism and masochism. So they bondage and bondage and oh god. Bondage and discipline. There you go. There it is. Meaning like high tying people up and spanking people and, and dominating over individuals. Dominance and submission meaning either you are the one who is instructing somebody, you're the one giving all the in, the rules, you're the J-O-I. See? I'm using it in a sentence. Mm. Or mm, submissive meaning. Hey, shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you there is a porn star named that, though. I yes. wouldn't doubt it. Or at least an OnlyFans. It or sparks joy. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, so understand what these things mean. Um, they mean something different to everyone who uses them. So bondage doesn't always mean handcuffs, and it doesn't always mean um, ropes, and it doesn't always mean leather straps. It means whatever it means to that person in that scene at that moment. Discipline doesn't always have to be about you were bad, you're getting spanked. But it absolutely can be you were bad and <laughs> you're getting spanked. But it doesn't have to be. Dominance and submission, again, is when one person is dominant over the other. Sadism and masochism is either inflicting pain or receiving pain. So those are the all the different variations. Uh, they don't all have to be done in the same scene. So you don't have to incorporate BDSM every time you engage in a scene. There's nothing wrong with people who actually do engage in BDSM. In fact, there are some statistics, shocker, uh, that 
individuals. You know statistics? <laughs> I know, right? Get the fuck out of here. Um, there's actually statistics that say individuals who engage in BDSM are actually mentally healthier than individuals who do not. Do you know why? Say it, say it one more time. People who engage in a BDSM lifestyle are yeah. actually more mentally healthy than individuals gotcha. who do not. They do just, you know why? They come a lot. <laughs> I mean, that's, actually, BDSM isn't always about sex. It isn't. It, you don't have to have sex to, to engage in BDSM. There, there does not, there doesn't have to be any fucking penetration, any well, fucking fine. oral copulation. Yeah. Nothing at all has to be involved. It can be erotic and sexy and awesome, and no sex can be had. That's fine, but this is America, and the dude has to come. <laughs> Right? It's in the Constitution. <laughs> Actually not. Oh. It's in the I, Constitution. I read a book about a dominatrix, and most of her clientele wanted no sex whatsoever. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but they were... What's the book called? That's, that's not what I'm saying. Not penis it. and vagee, but like... No, it off, was... Like, the guy just no. builds it up. It's not about it's not the even orgasm. The, oh. A lot of hers were the... That's the point relinquishing of control mm-hmm. right was a lot of the thing that that she did of these people in the book yeah I, I was telling her before we recorded that that's what i've heard is like the high-powered executives of these big businesses are being uh, they tell people what to do all day and it's this weird thing where they need to mm-hmm. be told what to do yeah this, yeah yeah by someone yeah people with type a personalities a lot of times they say are into bdsm which i don't necessarily think is all that true but that's okay um as a matter of fact what do you know why I would think it's because you are able to be more honest with yourself yeah. and like self-realized. Yes. Realization, actualization. Yes. Also, if you are engaging in something that is bringing you joy and bringing you pleasure and you're engaging in something that actually makes you happy um, and you're being honest with yourself, you're being honest with your partners, you're being you're being able to express who you are. Um, you are less neurotic, more extroverted, more open to new experiences, more conscientious of others, and you are less sensitive to rejection. I would probably put the same kind of mentality with like surfers and skateboarders. Tell me why. Because especially surfers, like, what? do you ever meet like a shitty down yeah. on his luck or not, but they sure are down on his luck, but like depressed surfers? No, they get up and get to go exercise all day and this thing they fucking love and are bummed when like the rain comes and they can't surf and it's like the foreplay it's like can't wait till that that water gets good I do know surfers who who very much treat surfing like a like religion like a fetish yeah a little bit yeah I think it's yeah it's this thing if you it's this thing you're really into you get to do it all the time. Yeah, you're gonna be happy. I love baseball. If I get to go to baseball games all the time you're coming back to that baseball a lot. I'm gonna need you to watch that movie and no Well, maybe. <laughs> Don't do it. I feel like a completist. <laughs> uh, another thing I want you to know about BDSM is you can always say no. Consent in BDSM, as B stated, is completely and utterly, hands down, one of the most important things. As a matter of fact, would you like to know oh, all of the different... Stat? Shut <laughs> up. Do you want to know all of the different acronyms there are for like uh, how to give consent in BDSM? Of course you fucking do. That's why I'm going to tell Let you. Let me know, Leslie. Nope. <laughs> She's all about those. I'm going to make you a chart. Um, do you know what... Oh, where did it go? Uh, RAC stands for. No? Nope. Risk aware consensual kink. Do you know what um Wait, well how how's that one work? Okay, so safe and sane and consensual is what 
the BDSM community adheres to. Safe, sane, and consensual. Uh So everything they're doing is safe, meaning that they have researched everything they're doing. Um, The people who are tying the ropes and holding someone upside down by a hundred ropes tied in a million knots know exactly where the arteries are. They know exactly where to tie on the wrist so that they don't get in pain. They know exactly where to hold them up. They know exactly how much weight they can have on their carabiner. It's safe. They know everything that's happening like at all times. Sane means you're not going to do something that is going to put somebody's life at risk just for the sake of doing it. So you're not just going to light somebody on fire. And consensual means that you have talked about it ahead of time. uh, And both individuals understand the risk that's involved. The problem is that in BDSM, there is a lot of risk, especially when you're doing it professionally and when you're going to see maybe a professional dominatrix um, you can ask for almost anything that you want. And I've seen people hung by hooks in their back up on a ceiling. Ugh. It was intense. It was crazy. I literally stood there. I could not take my eyes off of it. I saw somebody vacuum sealed in a latex bag once and they just had an air hole for their mouth. And I was like, that's seriously some massive claustrophobic shit right there. Um, But apparently it just feels like a really warm hug. (laughs) I don't know. So they added this new acronym, which is risk aware consensual kink, because a lot of people want to make sure that everyone involved in the scene understands what they're getting into. Like if you sign up to play baseball, you know that you might get a concussion, right? Or if you... Maybe football, but yeah. I, okay, I, I get sure. No, I, get your I was trying to go back to your foot no, baseball there, there thing. There are concussions in baseball. I'll give you that. But the risk aware makes everyone in the scene kind of come to this this knowledge that, yeah, what we're doing can cause death or the loss of nerve ability or um, can cause scarring or whatever the case may be. And then there's another one called prick, Which is, I can't, I'm such a five-year-old. Personal response informed consensual kink. So it kind of plays off of rack. Uh, It just goes a little bit deeper because it's actually allowing the dom to make choices for the sub, um, which is called consent, consent, non-consensual, consensual non-consent. That's what it is. Whew. That's really hard to say. Consensual non-consent. So they consent to not get consent. So it's used a lot. It's actually used a lot in like um, force play. Like I'm going to tie you up and take you away and I'm a pirate and I'm going to steal you and have sex with you because you're a wench. You're in this. I'm literally being the most vanilla I can be right now. And I feel like I should not be that vanilla. I'm going to need another white claw. Um, There's a lot of people who have fantasies of being forced to have sex. And there's a lot of fucking judgment in the world um, in regards to that. And I spoke to a professional dominatrix about consensual non-consent, which is where they use. They typically use that in a situation where the person is saying, hey, I want you to push me down, put your hand over my mouth and have sex with me. And I'm going to say no, but I don't mean no. And that person is completely in control. And it actually works really fucking well for this certain type of therapy 
for women who have gone through sexual assault. And it makes perfect sense if you fucking stand back and think about it. Okay, so if a female has gone through sexual assault where she has lost all autonomy and all control over her body, um, she feels like it's not her own. She feels like like when she says no, it, it doesn't matter. And so she can go to a dom and she can go to a BDSM club and she can have sex with someone and it can be her choice and she can say the words and he can have sex with her but she knows that if she says red it's over and she has all of the power all of it even though the dom is saying get on the fucking bed turn turn the fuck around like a rotisserie chicken i'm gonna tie you up if she says one word all she has to say is red and it is over and her aftercare begins immediately um and it's actually being used right now in therapies and it's having a lot of success for individuals who have uh trauma from sexual assault which so i these find acronyms really are fucking of, interesting these acronyms are kind of like osha's little things they do to their businesses <laughs> like uh, star you know stands for i don't know yes it's, no you're right but it's these yeah. acronyms that like that they spread through the community like hey this is what you should be looking into like this is these are the rules yeah. to the community. What are the yeah. rules? These are the rules. What are the rules? Uh, Fifty Shades Whatever of Grey. You, <laughs> oh, you don't God. say red. Jesus. Uh, Fifty Shades. Oh, that's of, where my quote was, by the way. Uh, Fifty. Oh, it was. Yeah. Oh, oh God. I, oh Jesus. I to ask you. Yeah. I've done everything to block that fucking thing out of my mind. Those are only only movies I could find. Did you see had, it? Not willingly. Did you see it? Yes. Did you see the other ones? No, I saw after the after the shit show of what that movie was and the idea and the concept of BDSM and everything that went along with it. It wasn't even BDSM. It was just kind of rape. It was rape and control. Control, yeah, and she mind controlling and didn't Mm -hmm. he didn't stop and yeah, yeah, Yeah. it was it was absolute rape and mind control. Other question I have. Uh, I'm sorry. The BDSM community, by the way, condemns. Fifty Shades of Grey to no end. They fucking Good. hate that movie. They hate that book. It has ap- they, they get adamantly angry when you talk about that movie. They think it's one of the worst pieces of garbage ever fucking made. It has zero, zero... Cl- the only thing they say that's even remotely close is that he has different whips on his wall. And a lot of people think that people who do BDSM only have one kind of whip. And there's really like 50. And he, they were very pleased that they showed the variety of whips in the movie. That's it. Yeah. Everything about <laughs> it, everything else was, about that was hot the only thing garbage. that was accurate about that. My question was uh, the term dominatrix. I've always put that towards women. Is that both men and women? Yes. Okay. There's not a word for either. Or, no. Oh, okay. Good to know. You already know BDS. Well, I've said it a couple times. Maybe you don't know. BDSM encounters are called scenes. So it's like a, a play um, or a performance or a. Um, it's like make believe. Um, it's not real and that's probably one of the things it is though but like it's not real life and you can actually escape for a little while Um, which is probably why a lot of people like it Uh, you can be a dominant a submissive a top or a bottom and you can also be what is called what what's the other one a side no ooh ooh, does start with an S it's somebody who does everything What is a person who can bat from both sides called? A switch hitter? <laughs> yeah. Baseball. Love the reference. Okay, that makes sense. I was 
like, is there a word for baseball for that? It's called a switch. Um, it can be very simple or very technical. You can get spanked or you can get hung up by thousands of ropes. You need to do your research. You need to read some books. Um, there's a couple of books I wanted to make sure um, that you check out if you can. Where the fuck did I put them? Um, I'll find oh here it is uh, SNM 101 by Jay Wiseman Screw the Roses Send Me Thorns by Philip Miller The New Topping and the New Bottoming by Janet Hardy um, and then you can also go to classes at any local BDSM dungeon there's a couple in Orange County Black Diamond Social Club in Irvine which will be moving to of course, Newport Irvine. soon of course um, Newport <laughs> There's a bunch. There's a bunch in LA, uh, and then you can go to this website called Fet Life. F E T L I F. FetLife.com. Not really a place to meet people, although it does sort of look like Facebook for BDSM. Um, coming straight from the mouth of a dom, he said, "Please don't meet people on there. That is not where you should go. You should go there to find events because apparently they just list." hundreds of events near you no matter where you are in the united states um it's all parties all the time you can find gangbangs you can find dungeon parties you can find um intermediate classes you can find beginners whipping for beginners um so yeah those are the things i wanted to make sure that you knew oh wait one more thing one more thing it's really important that everybody knows about aftercare so for people who experience BDSM and who play um, in scenes, especially if the scenes bring up any like physical or emotional or spiritual or psychological like trauma or, or issues for that person, it can be super intense. And again, it does not have to be an orgasm. It literally can just be pleasure. Pleasure doesn't need to equal orgasm. 84% of women would agree with you. Yeah, but it's like the best pleasure. <laughs> You don't know that. You've never had pleasure from somebody clamping down on your nipples. <laughs> like you have no idea. Hard pass. <laughs> don't knock it till you try it. Exactly. Like. I don't know the clamps per se, but I did have a girl try to do stuff. And I'm like, no, nah, uh-uh. I'll do stuff to your nipples. That's cool. But it, I'm good. Right. I'm good. But was she a pro? Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Imagine the first time Imagine. you try to do anything. True. You Sorry, Bunky. Up, you're right. right. See? Right? You know, it's the 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 college baseball player versus Mike Trout. I, there you, you know, go. I got a Mike you didn't Trout. Have, Mike Trout's gonna give me some. You good did not have yeah. the Mike Trout of nipples. There it is. So you're, that's, I, you're to, so correct. You could bring up some serious shit for somebody. Um, and so aftercare is really important, and that's discussed beforehand. And everybody kind of says like what they need for their aftercare. So it could be cuddling. It could be. Um, leave me the fuck alone. It could be I need a cigarette. It could be I want my back scratched. Munchies meal from Jack in a Box. Hey, if you negotiate After it, that's what it is. Ravishing lovemaking. I'm I'm it's, ravished. But you're did. But that's <laughs> not what it whatever. is. Whatever. Okay, sorry. Whatever your pleasure is. All right. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, aftercare, uh, setting up the aftercare is extremely important to make sure that the person can come back um, from their subspace. Uh, can I ask you a question? I'm yes. thinking about food now, too. Okay. In Always Sunny, Frank takes Dennis and Mac on two different episodes to sex clubs. And in both instances, I don't know if it's just a joke for them, but they had like these awesome buffet spreads. 
do these places have really good food? Because I've heard strip clubs have really good food too. No, I don't know. I've oh. never been to one. Um, oh, well. I want, would love to go to one. I've right, never well. been. When you go, when look, I go, look for the food. Let me know what, what the spread I've is. I've never had a good strip club food. Really? No. I don't. I, 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 I've I, it's ever, always raggedy ass fried chicken. I've never and had like, food I've at a strip club. Pizza. I'm not going to eat at a strip club. Are it's you kidding me? It's in a separate me? part of the building. Never would I. It's ever. a thing. It's never. Ron Swanson eats it at his. Yeah. No, absolutely. not. It's in a separate part of the building. I don't care. I'm not eating at a strip club. What, have you seen some of the fast food places that you eat at? Yeah. It is no worse than any of But that. I'm not going to eat at a strip club because I don't want to be greasy or like covered in shit and then try and go like watch girls dance on a... I don't want to eat and I'm not there to eat. Like that's not the motivation that's driving me. <laughs> well, when you're there all day, you're going to get hungry. I'm not there all yeah. day. Yeah. So... <laughs> Well, you're right. You're not wrong. Yep. You're not wrong. Yeah, there it is. You're there. You all show day. up at eight a.m. and I, close it down. You're gonna fair. get a little peaked eventually. It's fucking fair. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna start talking about the kinks that we have as human beings. <laughs> Robert does not want his nipples played with. Not yet. That's number one. Not yet. That's number one. If Mike Trout asked me. Yes. I'll do whatever Mike Trout tells me to do. You He's legit, my you legit have a baseball thing. I think we're opening up some doors for Dude, you right now. Those tight pants that they're on in. Oh, with the with the high socks. Stop. Oh, I love when they pull it. That's oh, how I yeah. used to play too. Girl. Yeah. Oh yeah. Here. You guys are ridiculous. Okay, we're gonna come back and we're talking about cakes and fetishes. Oh my word! I need another white claw. We'll be right back. Want to get something off your chest? Have a burning sex question? Call now for a chance to be live on air with What's Your Position? 513-6969-SEX. That's 513-6969-739. We will answer your questions, hear your comments, and play you live on air. Call us soon. What's your position? Sexy moment in TV and movie history. I love you, and I have for as long as I can remember. And I would rather die than be without you, Miriam Linky. Miriam's last name is Linky? You're gonna fuck a guy who doesn't know your last name? Or that you beat up Carl Roth in the sixth grade? I know that. Or what your senior prom dress would have looked like had we gone, but we decided not to, and we got drunk alone instead. Or that you washed your hair in the toilet. We're not fucking Zach. Or that you're not fucking Zach. What? Yeah, I mean, I asked her to fuck me, but she wouldn't do it. Then I even tried to talk her into giving me the fucking Dutch Rudder. Shot me down on that, too. And a Dutch Rudder is... You don't know what a Dutch Rudder is? All right, look, you grab your dick, and then you have someone else work your arm. Let me show you. I grab my arm. I'm grabbing my dick. You're grabbing my arm. Now work it. Work my arm. See that shit? Work it up and down. See, it's like someone else is jerking off. Then, of course, is the double Dutch rudder, which I grab my dick. You grab your dick. You work my arm. I work your arm. Same time. Same time. It's like jerking off together, but not gay. We're not touching dicks. 
each other's dicks anyway. I'm touching my own dick. You're working it, and I'm loving it. It feels good, sir. It's try me. Come on. I know it's from Zach and Miri. Make a or Zach and Mary, Zach and Miriam, Miri, Miri. It's a weird, yeah, it's a weird name. Make a Miri. porno. That's it. God, Fantastic I've been trying to movie. think about the name of this movie for like. I was telling her, very underrated. It is. Yeah. And when absolutely. Brandon Roth is talking about coming out to his parents, I feel like that. I've only. They're seen at it. the they're at the reunion, and Brandon Roth is there with Justin Long, and he's still closeted at home. Oh right. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to. I think I feel like a lot of. LGBT. Justin Long is underrated. To really? Yeah. Justin Long is super underrated. That's that guy's so fucking good. I, I uh walked him to set one time Aww. and uh he was very nice. Yeah. So that's all I have about Justin Long. <laughs> all fetishes are kinky. Okay. But not all kinks are fetishes. Oh. So a fetish is a sexual attraction to a body part, an object, or an activity. And a fetish is something that is tied to sexual gratification. A kink is the use of a non-standard, whatever the fuck that means in society at that time, a non-standard sexual practice. It's a broad term used to describe anything outside of vanilla or normal sex, whatever normal is. Someone who has a fetish for choking need that in order to achieve sexual gratification in their sexual interactions. Whereas somebody who has a kink for spanking doesn't necessarily need spanking to always be part of their sexual interactions. It's just nice when it happens. It just feels good when it happens. So all fetishes are kinks, but not all kinks are fetishes. It does make sense if you think about it. Our guest looks very confused. Because a fetish Wait, is something so you, that's outside of the norm, right? Right, but you said that you need that fetish every time. In order to achieve sexual gratification. A kink, you don't. A kink is just something that you like. It's just something fun that you throw in. A fetish is different. So if you label something a fetish, it means that you need it for sexual gratification. If it's just a kink, if you just enjoy doing it, that's literally the technical term. Hmm. But it's... I mean, I I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't buy it. Well, luckily the podcast is free. But I've done zero research on any of this, so yeah. Sex. Who knows what Wikipedia page she went? Hey, I'm not on a Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh Sexual fetishes and kinks have been around since sex was around, um, and unfortunately, are typically fraught with stigma and shame. And um, do you guys know what the Comstock laws are? Never heard of them? Sounds familiar. Basically, in 1873, Congress passed a law which outlawed the distribution, the sale, or mailing, or the possession of any obscene material. Yeah. <laughs> Government wins again. Including, contra- including contraception. Gosh, they literally thought contraception was a what uh, kind of obscene. Cons- what they have back Condoms. Then? Okay. Yeah. Like sheep's skin condoms yeah. that they use back? Okay. All right. Basically, they shut it down because it was very religious in Congress back then. Um, and unfortunately, Margaret Sanger, who had Congress just religious? What? 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 Get out of here. Not married. Like 10 years later, Margaret Sanger came out. She's the one who um, started Planned Parenthood and wanted women to have 
control over their sexuality and over the fact that they didn't have to have babies if they didn't want to. Um, they hated her. Like, they fucking hated her. I can't believe she lived as long as she did. Seriously, with all the fucking corruption that's in the government. My God. Um, fetishes and kinks have been around for a very long time. Let's talk about some common fetishes. So, impact play. Um, impact means you're getting like something baseball term. done to you. <laughs> so spanking, flogging, paddling, other forms of consensual striking. Spanking is often easy and a safe point to enter into BDSM. Funky, spanker, or spanky? Why not both? Why not both, right? Switch Why hitter. not get switch the, are you a yeah. switch hitter? Lefty and righty. Robert, are you a fan of spanking? No. Consensual striking, which I find to be one of the most amazing <laughs> phrases ever. Sounds like a punk band. It totally does. Um, a women's punk band. Um, I, I don't think I've really had a girl like ask for it, or maybe I've done it a couple. It's not like in the, it's not in my wheelhouse. It's I not, literally enjoy being spanked on a daily basis, like not even sexually, well, just. Yeah, the nice little slap in the kitchen. You know, I would do that, but like in the midst of sex. I don't even care. Sex. I don't even care if it's my husband. Literally, I get slapped in the ass all the fucking time. I, One of my favorite things. I wouldn't mind the, the entire the, world. The, the nice butt slap while I'm in the kitchen or I'm, you know, working out in the lawn or something. Somebody like, slapped my job. ass at your birthday. Oh. Not real sure who it was. Fantastic. <laughs> it's like, cool. Awesome. Was, who the fuck was that? One of the servers walked by. Probably. Now, have like you that. never. It's not your thing because you haven't been asked to do it or you no, I just don't, would be opposed. I don't like pain. Pain like that is not pleasure. To but what me. if she, what if she it? did it and they're like, hey, you're doing a great job right now, bud. Like, good game. Oh, good game. Yeah, if it's not like, like, yeah, like a baseball hit. That's like a baseball butt tap. That's fine. I don't want, but I don't want to have a red mark and bruise Ooh. on my ass. Like, no, come, no, on. No. come on. Come on. Come <laughs> on. What if she wants you to do that to her? Okay. Okay. That's if she, that's what she's into. Sure. All right, let's lingerie do it. is another common kink. Um, as real quick, sorry. I'm sorry, please. That's another uh, facet of consent. What? Not just the, what you're okay with being done to you, but what the other person is okay doing to oh, you. Oh yeah, right. Right. Yeah. That we need. There to are some make people. Sure, like, some no, people you're are absolutely like, no, right. I'm not going to choke you. I don't care right. what you want. Right. That's what it is. So that's girl, another part of it. I've a girl consent. do that. She's like, you need to choke me. Like, during, <laughs> like the, oh, okay. My first choking experience scared the shit out of me. Did it? I was not ready for it, and it was traumatic. Oh, no. Did you cross a trachea? <laughs> no. It was just like, put your hand. And I was like, oh, okay, look, we're doing this, right? And then leaned oh. into it. Oh, and I was just no. like, no. Like, oh, no, no, I'm no, not. Oh, my God. So, again, that's why I was like, oh, that my like, God. consent is both, it's yeah. both directions. You're right. In that same girl that liked right. it. She tried to do it to me. I was like, ah, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. I'll do it to you. That's what you like. No, 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 no. Uh, quick side note on choking. Please make sure that when you choke, you know how you're doing it. Yes. Um, please don't, please don't press down on the front side of someone's throat, like where the windpipe is. Like, never put your hand. You should be using two hands, and you should be going to the sides where the uh, where the things turn your voice, like the arteries. Because if you go into the front where ah. the trachea is, you can actually. I know. Okay. All right. Listen. Okay. So, okay. Can you hang on just one second? Mm-hmm. Just hold on one second. Wait. Just wait. Okay. It's been a second. Just wait. Okay. The front is bad because the front is, you can crush someone's windpipe. So of all the people I've talked to who are in the BDSM community, they say to do it on the sides. I understand that you may have some medical expertise that you may want to lay on us right now. So please. Just be careful of a side. Okay. Because if you close off 
both jugular veins or oh. arteries, they're going to go unconscious. Oh. Yeah. So oh. you need to pick a side. Oh, pick a side. Yeah. Okay, so you're saying the sides are okay, just one side or the other. Yes. Got like a rotisserie chicken. So I was thinking too, or, it's going to be hard to... up more <laughs> where hard. you're not impacting those blood vessels. Sure. If she's on top, it's a little easier. But if I was, I was picturing no. I'm on top, it's going to be hard to... Do my thing while two hands. I got. I got to have one hand free to do. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta brace yourself with one there. Yeah, be one so. Yeah, three point stance. Lingerie is another kink of many human beings. Uh, in Italy, they analyzed an online discussion forum about kinks, and they estimate that thirty-two percent of men have sexual interest in shoes, and twelve percent are into underwear. Fantasy and role play is one of the most common forms of kinky. You're just gonna sex. skip right over feet. No, I oh. mean, we can talk about... I mean, I'm know. not into it, but it's, it's a big thing. It's, a big, it's not really that big. It's it's really not. Depends on the foot, but... <laughs> but no, like, well, while I'm browsing uh, unofficial actually... sponsor Pornhub, I come across a lot of it. I'm like, what the... No. Next. I feel like it might be overrepresented. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> like, because the people who watch it watch a lot of it, right. and the numbers get bumped up, and I don't know if it's totally... I also think it's something that is, like, so taboo that you're like, wow, really feet get you off? Like, it's almost like furry porn like when you watch people have sex who are in costumes a lot of people are like oh my god all these furries are everywhere oh my god everybody loves feet or shoes it's like no no it's a kink if it's a foot fetish that's a little different than a kink about shoes like sexy shoes like women wearing sexy shoes is hot to some people it doesn't mean they want to lick the shoe it doesn't mean they want to put the foot in their mouth it's just nice to look at from head to toe uh, with the baseball Literally. theme on this podcast, uh, I really dig a girl in a baseball cap. And it's even Ooh. hotter if it's a fitted baseball cap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because she went out and figured out what her size Like the one where the ponytail comes out, you know, a little hole. That's cute. It's adorable. It's I cute. I will take it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. All right. That's, 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 that's good. It's kind of a. Is that actually no, that's, that's uh, a king? I would a say king. the shoe thing right. is more universal than you're giving it credit for because all of women's higher fashion. Includes shoes in that. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I guess that's their kink. Still, you know what isn't I mean? it kink? I don't know. I think it's I think it's kinky to wear high heels. I wear high heels knowing, I wear high heels knowing someone's gonna look at them. I don't wear flats because and it makes your butt look good. Too, it, right? it totally Which makes is, your ass look good. That's like why that's I wear them. literally the that only reason. It's the only reason to wear them. <laughs> it really does. You're not wrong. And then when you walk, it actually makes your butt stronger, which is great. But it, they also fucking suck. And then, and then they break. Pegging is an anal Oof. penetration where someone has Next. a strap on. You can shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> hey, because, no kink shaming. No, we do not yuck somebody's yum. That is not what we do on this show. <laughs> Don't you ever yuck someone's yum. Ever. Okay. Ever. A lot of people practice this. Um, it is it is a sex act that is available to anybody regardless of age or gen well okay age is wrong gender race sexual orientation lesbians can use strap-ons and go pegging heterosexual couples can use strap-ons and go pegging if you got a butthole yeah you can peg and you got something to stick in it might as well yeah, do you have any idea how many nerve endings are in there and your prostate a lot and well i mean like if you don't have a prostate like myself there's a lot of nerve endings still just hanging out in the butt, not being utilized. And then... Which has more, vagina or butt? Mm, the butt, because the vagina... Really? Yeah, the vaginal... Are you talking about the vaginal canal, or are you talking well, about the clitoris? The, 
altogether. The vulva. Sorry, I, I should have said the vulva, I guess. Well, like, whatever. The clitoris has 8,000 nerve endings, so I'm probably going to go with the clitoris on this one. Yeah, okay. But That's what I thought. But the prostate, which is not necessarily considered the male clitoris, that's the tip of the penis, but the prostate is considered like the male G-spot, but the G-spot isn't even really a fucking thing anyways. But anyways, it's in the ass, like not even an inch, like half an inch deep. And it, when it gets Just stimulated- Right, is one. Just about a knuckle. Whose knuckle? Whose? I have the tiniest hands. I'm saying I'm just giving you a proper gauge for That's the listeners an inch. at home. Like, yeah, about yeah, maybe just go a touch more. Just what? Just a little more. Okay, you'll find it. It's, you'll know when you get there. I don't have one, so apparently it is. It's mind blowing, and so individuals who are into this enjoy the power dynamic. Oh yeah, that was that was an American Pie. No. Uh, what's no. the road trip road trip oh jeez yep. yeah Stif- stifler well yeah, that's not his character he gets one from the the doctor and he- you know and it's <laughs> it's unfortunate that that it's unfortunate it gets such a bad rap because it, it really it's limits gay. <laughs> so stupid it's so dumb it's not gay uh, straight people have anal sex all the fucking time after watching road trip i was curious but i'm not down to put things in my butt but i was like huh if i was you're not alone there's there's a, a rainbow at the end of that. Right. <laughs> or a pot of gold at the end. Voyeurism and exhibitionism. Do you know what those are? Do you know what those are? Yeah. What are Public they? spaces, the idea of somebody else watching, mm-hmm. the idea of the thrill of being caught. Okay. Kind of you thing. watching someone and they don't you know watching it. somebody else. So when... Okay, Justin Lee Miller is an amazing sexologist, and he did a huge fucking, the biggest, the biggest fucking sex research, the massive, over 10,000 people were surveyed. Like, that's insane to even fucking think about, that 10,000 people took this sex survey. It's like, people don't take- What's the most people you've done a, I'm sorry. You all right there? How many people have you done a survey? 500 did the Pfizer study. That's the most my company's ever done. 500. Like 10,000 people took this survey. So it's pretty fucking accurate. Women's top 10, their first thing is having sex in front of people. Like they want, to, like voyeur or exhibitionism is one of their top 10 things that they want to have sex. Uh, oops, where'd it go? Come back. One of their top 10 kinks. Um, do-it-yourself porn is number 10 um, for men. Blindfolded sex, body piercings, role play, dressing up in sexy costumes, and DIY porn round out like nine through six, nine through four of females. Uh, Bondage, spanking, role play, outdoor sex, threesomes, rubber and latex, domination and submission round out the um, the men and the men's top ten. The number one kink and fantasy. Do you guys want to guess between everyone who answered ever ever this this survey? It's ninety three percent of people, regardless of age, race, sex, sexual orientation, ninety three percent of people said that this was their fucking kink that they wanted to do. Hmm. What do you think? Threesomes. What do you think? Hmm. That crossed my mind. Uh, it's not anal. Damn, I, got, I guess I go threesomes too. You're huh? both right. Oh, there yep. it is. Yes. Yep. Threesomes. I, tell I thought you maybe that was more of a guy thing. That's why I was like, maybe it's not so hot. No. But 
Negative. Ladies like it too. Yes, they do. There are some crazy kinks that people might think are a little outside of the box of normal, like whatever normal kink is. Pony One play. Pony play, yes. Actually, yes. <laughs> no. No? Is that something different? That is a uh, deviance. So uh, we, we will talk about that in just a second. Okay. Pony play... <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Go into that one. Hold on one second. Electrostimulation involves oh. the power of getting um, shocked. So you can have things attached to your nipples. But there's this really fun thing that you can put on your dick. Oh, it looks gr- real fun, actually. <laughs> that kind of looks like a medieval torture device. It probably TBH. feels like one. It's called CBT, which is cock and ball torture. The dom will shock her sub's genitals by ringing them to an electric You know what contraction. it looks like? It looks like that elbow thing that like Albert Pujols puts on, you know, before he puts on a bat. Like, yeah, on Barry Bonds like hat on Yeah, Barry Bonds. That's a better way. Yeah. 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 Um, like a knee brace. There is... <laughs> Something else that is is what's something it called? Hold on, what's I'm electro stimulation? Oh, that thing electric. It electrocutes you. Oh, it's not just a uh, no. Make you not. No, no, oh, no. What no, do you no, call no. the chastity? Belt chastity. Thing no, 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 no. Oh. It's got little. Oh. Le- it's got a battery in it. It'll shock your dick. Oh boy. Uh, another um, interesting and culturally interesting fetish that I thought was really super super fascinating is uh, monster sex so getting a tentacle porn is uh, what they call it so having sex with monsters um it's, it's basically like anime and yeah have you seen the girls that do like the dildos that are like weird yeah that looks like an octopus or a dragon thing or, yeah. oh is it real life or anime yeah no, they're like the cam girls. Oh. But instead of a normal dildo, okay. the dildo's literally shaped like the underside of an octopus's tentacle. Okay. Oh. Or like a dragon's dick. Right. Okay. I didn't know that dragons had dicks. Well, first of all, yeah. thank you for teaching me. How do me you something. think there's more dragons, Ashley? <sighs> they're uh, reptiles. They book. don't have to have sex. Oh. Are they? They I'm pretty fucking sure because they Are we lay, talking about dragons or worms? They lay I, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's a Tolkien reference for everybody in the audience. What? Don't worry about it. That went over my head. Worms. The worms, worms are Roxanne. dragons without wings. What? Oh. Yeah, somebody's going to email you and tell you I'm wrong. <laughs> what are, I'm are, those, sure. are those in The Hobbit? Yeah. So it's like W-E-R-M-S. Worms. Oh. oh. And dragons, they're separate things. Okay. Gotcha. It's like unicorn, it's like unicorn dragons. Yeah. Gotcha. So Falcor. No, that's a dog that flies. Yeah. That's a luck dragon, Ashley. <laughs> God, get out oh, of yeah. here. I'm going to drown you in the swamp of sorrows. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh. No! Oh. Oh, you tear up. Oh, my God. Yeah. The Atreyu. horse. Atreyu. <laughs> oh, no, his, his name is Atreyu. Atreyu. Or the horse Atreyu. name? Oh, no, yeah. No. His name is Atreyu. What's, What's the horse's name? Falcor. No, 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 no that's the dog. The dog. The horse's name I'll is... Oh, my God. No, I want to know. I want to figure it out myself. His name is... Oh, God, it's right <laughs> the there. the horse on oh, IMDb? Oh, <laughs> Oh, I'm real mad. We really derailed this. Topic <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah. I'm gonna go over. Unless uh, somebody has a Tolkien kink, <laughs> or a flying dragon, yeah, or a luck dragon kink. Um, oh my god, it's right there. Come on. Oh, I can hear him because he's pulling him Pe- through the mud. People are yelling at their stereo. I now. don't care. What letter does it start with? <laughs> it's gonna. It's me A, so right? Bad. So it's letter no, A. No, it's not. It's no. no it's like. F. No, it's not F. It's. I mean, I hate myself. Common BDSM fantasies. 64% of women. This is, comes from the same large sex survey, by the way. 64% of women have fantasies about being dominated. 
53% of men have fantasies about being dominated. So it's not really that big of a gap. It's like a 10% gap, which sounds like a lot. But when you when you think about it, it's actually not. R-Tax. Uh, no, I was waiting. is R-T-A-X. it? Yep. Right. I'll do it. I was waiting. Oh, I'm sorry. God, I, don't know. Pro- gonna I guess we have a new producer. R-Tax. Come on. Uh, I wouldn't have got that. I don't no. remember that. 46% of women say they want to dominate someone. 60% of men say they want to dominate someone. Interesting. Uh, 51% of women have fantasies about being tied up. 46% of men have fantasies about being tied up. That's not a big gap at all. That's like six points. Like not even. They're all about around 50%. They're literally about 50%. And all they're really close. Um, 23% of women have fantasies about being spanked. No, excuse me. That's a lie. Thirty-six percent of women have fantasies about being spanked. I really feel like that's very low. Yeah, it does seem low. It yeah. does seem kind of low. And twenty-eight percent of men said they have sexual fantasies about being spanked or whipped. That seems about right. So let's go um, around the room. And what what do you think now that you've heard about kink? What do you think that your kink is? Do you have one? Baseball. Baseball. I hate you so much. Oh my god. Um. No, I mean, like ridiculous. in the bedroom, I guess. Um. I, it, it can't I, be I guess I would be um, in the realm of lingerie. Okay. Like dress up? No. Like oh. just, just you know, what, uh, not corset. What's the? Yeah, it's a corset. No, yeah. but that's not what I'm thinking of. What's the? the like outf- a like a teddy? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get. Like stuff like that. The 80s, panties. The 80s called. They want their lingerie back. <laughs> Sorry. Don't not, kink shake, I'm Ashley. not going to yuck someone else's. Jeans. I also enjoy, like, I like the, the bra and panties that match, but the ones that don't. They should always match. <laughs> I know, but I know ladies don't have, the, you know, and I appreciate it. Like, hey, you were in a rush, time. but you're still looking good. <laughs> Put in the effort. Yeah. You did. Yeah. So I say, yeah. Okay. I like that. B, Underwear. what do you think? Just all of the above? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Just smorgasbord? E, circle? All of the above. All of the above? Yeah. Pegging, huh? He said all of the okay. above. I mean, it's he. Uh, so tentacle porn. Oh, okay, yeah, I forgot. We <laughs> that that's where. Gold, it oh, you line. know what I didn't talk about was golden showers. Again, oh. uh, that not that one either. Scat play. Nope. It's that. <laughs> so you Is that poop? play with shit. Oh. Yeah. No, I don't. porn. Germans. Do you want to get your balls electrocuted? No. I actually don't even like them being oh. touched. Oh, they're very sensitive. <laughs> Like if they, she does it the wrong way. Ooh, ooh, and that. If she's ooh. not the Mike Trout of ball touching. <laughs> yeah. Took the words right out of my mouth, Ashley. <laughs> Golden what? showers are actually—that's actually a really, really fucking common, common fetish. But see, I don't know. Find it. You that's another talking. one of those ones that I think that's part of the degradation. Like they have a degradation yeah, cake. And peeing on somebody is about as degrading as you could get to them. Next I don't know chip. that they're that into like urine itself, you know. Yeah. But I think yeah. it's like, how can I be degraded the most in a non-harmful? And also, how can I degrade this person the most? Right, exactly. So it looks yeah. like about ten percent, not even that, maybe like five percent of women and like ten percent of men say that they're into that. I could see guys mm-hmm. being more into it than girls, like wanting yeah. to. Have you ever tried to, it? I don't know. Yeah. Not for that, no. I have tried it, right. just to try it. It's it wasn't that great. It's uh, it was kind of just like sterile. this is stupid. Well, but unless you're in, <laughs> unless dumb. you're in the mindset no, at the moment, I was of, in the mindset. Oh, but okay. it still was kind of like that. That did nothing yeah. for me, and I'm 
would like to move on and to. And now we got a mess. Unless some, you're in the shower. I would, I would be exactly curious. where you should do it yeah, is in the shower. shower. Oh, yeah. Don't do it in your room. Absolutely it's not. Like pee. Oh, I would God. do it as a, I would definitely do it as a prank. I, that, yeah. <laughs> that's <funny>. That's <laughs> happened before. You're in the shower and she's like, check it out. I'm peeing no. on you. Sucker. <laughs> but I would and like to see. she's a sport, she does it right back. Right. <laughs> if she can. Get that but uh, if you could break that down along like religious or political Ooh. lines in a way, if they could be honest, because I feel like, and I'm always the, the political guy in this. I feel Are like. you? Maybe. What? I always kind of interject. Is that, that right? why we bring you on Maybe. every time? I don't know. But I feel like with as much as conservatives are doing to manage every aspect of women's life, yeah. they would be way into dominating. Oh, yeah. Like I feel like they would a hundred percent of conservatives would be like, Oh yeah, I want to choke my wife and I want to hit her because and tell her what to do all the time. Mm-hmm. How, it's like a common thing where you hear about the uh, pastor that comes out. He got caught with you know some dudes, right. prostitutes. Like oh yeah. I mean, yeah. when you hear about a scandal and it it's involves common. some sort of kink or fetish, like peeing on someone or masturbating on someone, it's it's a lot of the times it's a guy and a lot of times it's a political guy and he's a lot of the time he stands on the right, typically. Yeah. And there might be some repressed feelings, which is what I think BDSM is good for, is to get those feelings out and to like find the thing yeah, that f- like. We were talking about Louis C.K. right before this, I, before we started recording. He should have just paid to go to a dominatrix. Why do you have to? Yeah. Because he well, had power. Because, because yeah, he had know, power. Get, and he that. wanted to wield. It wasn't about it masturbating was that the, that on the they women. they were unwilling. Exactly. Right, I get that. It's about he had the power. That's the difference between he had money. He could, that's the difference between sexual assault and BDSM. It's it's all about the exchange of power and knowing that both people have power in BDSM. The dom doesn't have more power than the sub. As a matter of fact, the sub has more power than the dom because the sub can stop the scene whenever they want. Like they one word and it's done. Right. Whereas Louis C.K. was masturbating and those girls were probably like, um, not cool. And he's like, well, I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. and there's no safe word in those situations. So it's it's a it's different. Like that becomes deviant. That becomes true. Criminal. Yes. Yeah. I suppose. Um, and Grammy award winning, apparently. And apparently yeah. Grammy award winning. Uh, oh, gosh. I guess I would say mine. I have more. I have more kinks than I don't. I have more kinks than I don't have kinks. Kind of like an all of the above with exceptions to the rule. Like, I don't want to get peed on or pooped on. Um, I don't, I don't know. There are lots of them, but I don't know. I can't think of any other ones right now off the top of my head. Oh, I don't want tentacle porn. I don't want that. I don't want to use an octopus as a dildo. Do you know where all that came from? Anime? Japan. Do you know where it came from before that? No. So do you? <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. No, and, and I might be getting playing a little fast and loose, but um, that's how we do it. On the show. They introduced a very strict laws about pornography yes. in Japan. Actually, if you watch Japanese porn with humans and not cartoons, most of the time the genitalia is blurred out. Mm-hmm. You can't see except for the titties, right? But <laughs> yeah. you can't see what's going on, nope. and sometimes it's kind of hot because then you're like i'm gonna make it up and i'm gonna think about what nope. might my be next out. word kinda on reminds the search me bar of the, um, is uncensored it kind of reminds me of the scramble when you were a kid and like you could hear the noises but you oh, yeah. like sometimes you Channel could see 99. a boob but like sometimes you couldn't but anyway sorry i don't I i'm my sorry i'm okay. sorry can i finish can i finish 
No, but that was that curious. was it before before. So they they found a way that you could work around that because it wasn't penis insertion into it, uh-huh. and it was like a scene of like. Oh no, oh. she's being attacked by this sea monster in a very obviously sexual way that it had spread her legs and was groping her breasts and inserting a tentacle in. Yeah. And then when that's what you kind of establish as your pornography yeah. you grow up on and then it just keeps going up to the further It further just level. gets heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier. Um when when do kinks and fetishes become a problem so pathologically if you have a paraphilic disorder so the dsm does have a section for sexual disorders and it's highly highly argued and and there's a lot of things in there that have been removed um homosexuality um was removed so was gender identity uh gender dysphoria was removed um paraphilias are still listed in there because they are behaviors that are somehow deviant but deviance is a social construct so we decide as a society what is deviant so um wearing uh pants as a female was deviant in the 1800s or um uh, me going out without a male escort was deviant in you know 1920s um watching pornography and masturbating in public is still considered deviant a guy going out in a dress poor peewee a guy going out in a dress yeah is still in some circles considered deviant even though we're trying to break down the ideas that that is a deviant act like why does that have to be deviant i don't understand well I think context is a lot of it. Okay. Because if I'm on the subway and the guy next to me is just jacking off. No, what if he's just wearing a dress? No. Well, but that's what I mean. The the context of it. Okay. Because you were like, poor Pee Wee, why does it have to be that? Now, granted, the context was he was in a porn theater. What else are you going to do in there? <laughs> right. But I'm just saying, why if I'm on the go? subway and the guy next to me is jacking off. No, absolutely. It, and I'm like, hey... Don't do that around but here. But deviance is... Don't a, get that on your dress, man. But deviance yeah. is a social construct. And so we decide what deviant behaviors are. And one of the deviant behaviors that we have decided is something as a society and a culture that we absolutely will not tolerate is bestiality. Um, same with like uh, a pedophilia. pedophilia. Yeah. Absolutely. Unless you live in Tennessee. Unless Mississippi is what the song was from. That was the song was I met a girl down in Mississippi. No, no, no. no, Tennessee's new marriage ban doesn't list an age restriction on it. Sir? Yeah. Literal child marriages. Sir. Yeah. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Look up the new Tennessee marriage laws. Please. And they do not list any age uh-uh. requirement. Yeah. So it can be between a man a male and a female. Age doesn't matter, but it can't be between male and male or female and female. Oh. Yeah. Sin of omission. Um, that's terrifying. Uh, it becomes a issue when it gets in the way of everyday life. So let's say you're into voyeurism, right? You like to watch other people fuck, whatever. You want to go to sex clubs. You have your wife fuck a dude so you can watch her from the corner. You're doing everything on the up and up. Let's say you don't have someone who you can go to and say, hey, I want to watch someone fuck you. And you don't have a sex club you can go to. So you go to a house and you know that their bedroom window is in the backyard and you watch them having sex without them knowing. That is when we have crossed a boundary. Um, Exhibitionism. 
You want to have sex in front of other people. You want other people to see you having sex or being sexual. If you start exposing yourself to people without their consent and you start showing your penis or your vagina or your boobs or you start having sex in public without everyone in that space consenting to that act, now you are crossing a line into a paraphilic disorder. Um, So everything that can be a fetish or a kink can be taken to an extreme where you may actually uh, get into sexual sadism um, and illegal types of paraphilias and kinks. Um, We are going to take... Before we go take a break. Oh, no. uh, The bill would create an alternative pathway to marriage, allowing opposite sex couples to file marriage contracts, quote unquote, based on common law principles that have not yet been legally recognized in Tennessee. The contracts would not be available to same sex couples. Also, the proposed legislation would not eliminate or overwrite Tennessee's marital age limits current tennessee law sets a minimum marriage age at 17 and perhaps prohibits a 17 year old from marrying someone who is four or more years older so tennessee sucks so if a 13 year old wants to marry a 17 year old they can apparently huh Mm -hmm. This is so backwards to me. Like, I literally don't understand that rule. We literally live in the future. We're living in Back to the Future too, And this is the type of shit that we're still wasting taxpayer money and time on. So after the outcry, it says that they have attached amendments Uh because they they? needed to do that. Mm. That says they have to be the age of majority, which is 18 in Tennessee. So it wasn't until after, but it was like, what the fuck? Like, hey, you forgot to list the thing, by the way. Yeah. Fucker. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to give you my statistic of the day. We're going to talk about some very interesting fetishes and the law. I do love the law. That's a good song. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great song. Good video, too. Fuck yeah. You waiting for it to kick in? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, well, while we're waiting for that, uh, no, make I'm sure just, to fo- just make sure to follow us on Instagram at What's Your Position. Uh, tell a friend. That's our biggest thing. Tell a friend. Yeah. And you don't have to listen to every episode. No. Just pick, pick and, and choose. choose. Just make sure to subscribe. And then, you, and then you're on Monday on your what do you drive. Want to listen to? Cancel culture. Like and sell episode with Bunky was very good. It was very good. Making out. That was a good episode. Masturbation was a great episode. This is a great episode. The last one we recorded oh. was not so much. Oh, fuck. Let's talk about that ever. when we come back. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I really, really, really want to wait for this to fucking kick in because it's so fucking good. Uh, all right, ready? Come right back.
Hey everyone, it's Corey and Robert from the So So Scrutiny Podcast. A little background on us. I've been a school teacher for seven years. I have a brand new baby and I love to read. And I've been working in the film industry for the past six years. I don't want kids. And the most reading I do is Netflix captions. Every week, Corey and I scrutinize movies, music, video games, food, and everything in between. We have some of our closest friends to stop by to scrutinize stuff with us and share their stories. Plus, some amazing musicians we know like The Dares and Jordan from Newfound Glory. I also invite some incredible filmmakers I've had the pleasure to work with on the podcast to talk about their careers and the industry. Download the So So Scrutiny podcast for free on iTunes, Spotify, and most podcast platforms. Or visit SoSoScrutiny.com for every episode, videos, merch, and more. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Robert. I'm Corey. The So So Scrutiny Podcast. BDSM songs earlier. I love Hailstorm. You guys ever listen to them? This She's was fucking hot. This was the She's first so music video, not this song, but the first band I ever, my ever first film set was their music video. Ugh. It was great. It was fucking cool. It was this old, uh, uh, old factory studio. They every like cop show films there. It's called Lacey Street Studios, and it's this just giant block of an old factory they're just nice. filming now. Yeah, they were cool. I actually did two videos with them. We did this other one out in the desert with some fire, Ooh. and they were really nice. All all the people in Hailstorm, all the people in Hailstorm are so nice. They yeah. were so cool. And she's a babe. She is a babe. She's a babe. This song is called "Love Bites," and so do I. Which I thought was appropriate. <laughs> uh, let's talk about some laws that I feel like are pretty fucking stupid when it comes to BDSM. Uh, did you know that in Alabama, dildos or any object that is made for the stimulation of human organs cannot be bought or sold in Alabama. Anyone caught with these tools can face up to $20,000 in fines and a one-year jail sentence for a dildo in Alabama. Mm-hmm. In this country, right, yeah. now, right now. It's a back massager. Yeah, it's a Louisiana's crime against nature statute prohibits the unnatural carnal copulation of a human being with another of the same sex or opposite sex or with an animal. It's great. The state legislature in April failed to pass a bill that would have repe- repealed the law except for the animals. So they kept everything. So you cannot have anal sex in Louisiana with another human being or with an animal. And in April of last year, they could have changed the law to say that you cannot have anal sex with animals, the end, and they decided to keep it with all creatures. How do they... Humans and otherwise. 
prove have, it? Yeah. I don't know. Someone says they had anal sex with me and then you take them to court. How do you have fucking Mardi Gras and no butt stuff? <laughs> I don't know. You're That's backwards. You're doing you're, it wrong. You're literally you're doing, doing it, wrong. it wrong. That's where Girls Gone Wild like came from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, so you want to make sure, obviously, that when you engage in BDSM activities, you are aware that there are some legal things going on there, that some of these things could hurt you in some way. And you want to make sure you understand that if you are playing in these areas, you might get tortured. <laughs> you want to make sure you have contracts to sign. Um, you want to make sure that you clearly define and outline your rules about consensual assault, um, consensual um burning consensual strangulation consensual like if you tie someone up that could be considered kidnapping and coercion so you want to make sure that you have all your t's crossed and i's dotted before you get into bdsm uh i have a question that i is my own very own question that i I was wondering earlier today while i was thinking about this show do we think that individuals who engage in BDSM with someone other than their significant other are then by default polyamorous. I don't know if I agree with this. So you're saying someone that's in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like let's say you're let's say you're in a relationship and you're like I want to have I want to be hung from the ceiling. And your partner's like, I don't know how to fucking do that. And you're like, cool, I'm going to go to this club and they're going to hang me by the ceiling. And your partner's like, cool, enjoy. And you derive pleasure from being hung from the ceiling. Are you now polyamorous? No, I mean, or like, are you? I don't think you're polyamorous. Do you think it's, do you think it's, do you think it would then be considered non-monogamy? I mean, yeah, you are using someone else to derive pleasure from that's not your partner but by default as long as not saying, a lot of people know how default? to hang you from the ceiling uh, properly right the main thing too is that's, you gotta make sure your partner is cool with this well yeah that's, that's right but like if you're now th- if your thing there. was like oh i want to go have sex with a bunch of people mm-hmm. and that's my kink right and they're like i don't like that then yeah you would now you're in a fork and Yeah. But I'm saying like in the BDSM community, if you are engaged, if you go to a sex club and you engage in spanking and flogging and you derive pleasure from that and it's not your partner who's giving you the spanking or the flogging, is that cheating? I guess is my question. Is it not it monogamy d- it depends anymore? depends on your partner. If yeah. your partner doesn't like it, then yeah, it's cheating. And you said you wouldn't do it, you did it. That's cheating. But if they're like, yeah, du- go for it. I went like, to a dungeon Something once. I can't give you. I went to a dungeon once. Once. It was amazing. And I I went for um, this conference, the Quad S, which is this scientific study of sexuality and something. Uh, and it was a long time ago. And it was in San Francisco. And we got to go to this really cool invite-only dungeon because my human sexuality professor, Hernando Chavez, hello, um, was like, I know these people and we can get into this dungeon. Do you guys want to go? And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, I want to go. And they were offering flogging. And so I went to this dungeon and and I saw the guy in the latex with the thing in his mouth. And I saw the person getting hung from hooks. And I saw somebody being a baby. I saw somebody um, getting... Oh, yeah, like, that's a weird one, too. We haven't talked about that. The baby f- weird fetish and diapers and stuff. I mean, 
It's in there. It is in there. Yeah. I don't know very much about it, so I couldn't really tell you. I, I'm yeah, not I a fan. Don't I'm let that stop you from commenting on it. I'm not going to comment. Yeah. I'm not going to You don't need to be informed it. about it. I to don't have an opinion. comment on it. I don't necessarily know if that is a kink I could personally get behind. If somebody wanted to dress up like a baby and, um, oh, oh, God, call somebody. I can't even say the fucking word. I'm sorry. I'm going to just not say it. And then um, be like a baby to somebody. That's fine. That's great. That's not, I can't do that. That's, I could never separate that I from that, never do that tiptoeing by the line of pedophilia. That's right. Like right. I couldn't, I that would be a hard no uh, for me. As long as it's safe, as long as like no kids are. If you're no, no, but but if it's if still. they want, if they were acting like a child and dressed like a child, I couldn't disassociate. And using words that, that children use, mind. like it just gets me. It just really makes sad, my stomach something turn. Something obviously helped ha- happened to them when they were a kid. Yeah, it sounds like. No, why would this? They're be seeking a thing? like yeah. maternal or paternal yeah. love that they never had. Yeah, yeah. No, I can't. I, I can't. Uh, I can't get behind the the calling people by the the names that you call your parents. Just, oh, mommy and daddy. I, no, no, that's what you no, can say. No. I can't say yeah. it. I agree. No, I had. I think I mentioned this before. I had a girlfriend try to call me daddy, and no, I was like, no, 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 no. I saw a tweet that some guy was like, "You girls have sexualized daddy so much. I'm gonna have to have my kids call me bruv or something." Call him by his first name, dude. But back to what you were saying. I don't know. Is it the paddle that you're deriving pressure from, or the person swinging? Ooh. I think that might okay. Like, because if I was like, I want to just get paddle. I don't give a shit who does it. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Or if you're like, I want this very particular mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. to swing the paddle, okay. and then that becomes part of it. Okay, then maybe that's where that that's line fucking fascinating. Crosses. All right, no, that makes sense. All right, I was pondering that earlier and thought I'd throw it out there. You want to hear the statistic of the day? You don't need the song again. No, I don't. Uh, yeah, what was the uh, question Okay, again? the question was... For the, for the listeners just tuning the in. The question was... How do you tune in at the very end of What age, at what age does a person typically get into BDSM, whether it be at home or in the wild? Um, and the answer is 22. Oh. Congratulations, B. You win. Yep. I had the double number right. I said 33, All right. 22. You, know you got to crawl before you walk. Do you know what you win? What's that? A white claw. Hey. Look at that. All right. That's nice. Unofficial sponsor. Blackberry's not as good as black cherry, though. You don't think so? Oh, you're a black cherry guy? Oh. That's, that's why those are cans are in there. Those, black cherry. You're the person. Ugh. I like the Head black cherry. Head and shoulders. Black cherry and grapefruit are always the last two. What? You're out of your goddamn mind. Did you guys know there's a food fetish, too? I don't know what it's Ooh, called. I that's all over there where yeah. people just pay to watch people eat. No, I actually mean like covering somebody in food. I oh. just always remember the uh, scene from t- uh, Nine and a Half Weeks. Hot Shots. Oh, Literally yeah. Covered in sprinkles. <laughs> oh, yeah. Titty sprinkles. Not that's, that's a butt. Oh, well, same thing. There's a whole kind subreddit of. for titty sprinkles. Is there really? <laughs> oh, not surprised. Yeah. No, I like this. Yeah, the scene from Hot Shots where they're by the, the fridge and they're, you know, doing the strawberries <laughs> and the whipped cream. And then all of a sudden he breaks out some eggs and starts frying yeah, frying And like apps. popping the grapes into her mouth and her <laughs> right. stomach and stuff. The bacon. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so okay. Um, all right. So never. OK, so I'm going to ask you, have you. So you've spanked somebody like not in the middle of something like just. No, I have. It's just not a. It's, it's not, not your thing. No. And you've never peed on anybody. No. And you didn't want to choke the person, but you did. Yes. You've never used handcuffs, tied anybody up? No. No. Okay. I've done all of these things. B? I'm sure you all have. All of them? Mm-hmm. All of them. No. Yeah. Well, no. No pee and poop. 
No, I've never done poop. I just peed on somebody because we just were like, well, what's the, all the hype about? Hey, and you tried it, right? You took I, a no thank you bite. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. A no thank you bite. Also, you guys are both married. Like I said, Correct. once you get that ring, it's like, hey, wh- what are you into now? Like, titties. you're my only. You're, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's, no, let's titty get. sprinkles. Oh, God damn it. You, you definitely, sprinkles. I mean, maybe it's healthy to, if you start first dating, like the first month and you're getting hot and heavy, maybe mention these things that you're into instead of like, what? now I'm married. Hey, yeah, now if it's I'm like a things. big thing where you're like, hey, by the way, like we made it this far, but I'm super into this weird thing. But like 10 or years in, maybe thinking, you know what? We haven't, we haven't <laughs> done this. Yum. <laughs> What's that? I said, don't yuck somebody. I'm not. Yum. Know him, oh. this weird thing, and then he changed it immediately. This different, Catch myself. this different thing. <laughs> sorry, go. I'm sorry, I'm of, looking up titty sprinkles. I, I'm right just saying, now. I think, I think with the married, awesome, huh? the married folk, it's a little bit more uh, free play of like, hey, what do we, what do you want to do? Like, we've done this, these four moves for ten years. <laughs> Let's add in a Ooh. fifth, you know, something like you know. Okay, I just looked up titty sprinkles. I could not find it on Reddit. Why is why is Morgan Freeman? Tiddy. T-I-D-D-Y. Thank you. God. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. Um, nope, I still am not getting anything. I got more with titty sprinkles. You're doing it wrong. Apparently. You didn't type in Reddit either. Well, now I'm looking at images because I just want to see sprinkles on boobs and it's just not working out for me. It's very upsetting. T-I-T-I. Wait, T-I-T-I-E. What? No? Yeah, that's how I'd spell it. T I T T Y. Titties is T I T T I S. It's not D's. Help us, Obi. Help, help us, Obi. Like a tit. Obi. I know, but some people don't use the word because it'll get kicked out. Like some people write S E G G S for sex. It's sex. And yeah, then but on Reddit, it doesn't matter. Really? <laughs> oh, no. Their subreddit names don't Seriously? matter. Seriously? No. They can say, go fuck yourself with a hot curling iron and nobody's going to care. Well, that can't be a subreddit, but I'm saying like, I mean, depending on the sub, it, that's why it has mo- uh, moder- moderators. Mm. Some of them do. Some of them don't. Some of the weird sex ones don't have moderators. <laughs> so last question. Do you think you would be a dom or a sub? Wow. I want to see. Come back. Keep going. Uh, what I do would you think? say a dom. Really? Wait, I'm. But dominant, yeah. I, you would be the dominant one. You would be yes. telling people what to do. You would be in yes. control. Yes. But then the girl would be the, what's the other? Submissive. Yes. You're never going to be a switch hitter? No. If anything, I, I want, I don't want black and white. I want it to be a mutual thing, give and take. I want a little bit from her, a little I mean, I mean, like I dom for a little bit and then she doms me a little. So yeah, I mean? switch hitter. Yeah. Yeah, well, but, I not, like, but but not the way you're talking about. Yes, like I feel no, like just in positions, like missionary is definitely I'm in control, cowgirl she's in control in in that aspect, right? Sure. Come on, really? No. How is the sex position not? Okay, I guess I'm there. Wrong. You're not wrong. There's just variations of both of those things where the person that you don't think should have control can have control. There are variations of those positions. She's on top, and I'm not like it. I could throw her off. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> That's fucking accurate. I mean, fucking I do accurate. like the curvy ladies. That'd be a little harder, but... I, oh I said I liked them. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I'm going to go look up titty sprinkles and make the rest of my day better. Uh, 
I think that um, BDSM is something that people engage in, whether they fucking realize it or not. If you've ever told your partner you want to fuck them or you want to can't wait to fucking give them a blowjob later or you can't wait to fucking, I don't know, tie them up later or you spank them in the kitchen or you um, put them on the bed and hold their hands above their head and or you bite their neck or you pull their hair. You have engaged in BDSM. It is not something that anybody should really judge uh, what people do in the bedroom. This is another one of those places where your opinion is really not necessary or wanted or warranted, um, especially when it's done between two consenting adults. And back to Bunky's point, when it comes to BDSM, not only does there need to be consent at the beginning, at the inception, the idea of like, hey, this is something that might be interesting. Is this interesting to you? Is this interesting to us? It also needs to happen throughout the entire experience. So if you talked about certain aspects and then all of a sudden something comes to you and you're like, oh my God, I want to throw you over my knee and spank you. Is that okay? That's where you should insert the consent. You should never just grab somebody, throw them over your knee and slap their ass because they may not be into that. Uh, consent is something that is so paramount in the BDSM community and in the kink and the fetish community. So much so in fact that they make contracts for it and they also make aftercare for it and they also want to make sure that everyone who who plays and everyone who enjoys BDSM does so in a safe, sane and consensual way. So if you want to engage in BDSM with your partner, I highly recommend it. It is one of the most intense and wonderful and amazing things that you can do. And there are so many variations of things that you can do. And there's so many things that your partner can do for you. Um, it's from back scratching to, to leg biting to, foot massage to handcuffs it's there there's a fucking rainbow of things titty sprinkles there's titty sprinkles everywhere every color of the rainbow in the titty sprinkles um you know dip your tits in sprinkles and have somebody lick them off go for it fuck yeah let's yeah, how do you get them to stick uh they just usually I mean, like a food safe option also boobs kind of have food boobs. safe yeah like a yeah like, like a jelly like a oh, like a like oil bit, maybe yeah or you could use honey. chocolate honey Ooh, chocolate, chocolate. Whipped yeah, cream. honey and sprinkles don't really go together, but chocolate. That's good. Yeah, Whipped caramel, cream. little titty Sunday. Ooh, oh, that's a good idea. Like, uh, Varsity blues. Yes. Oh God, I sprinkles sent... on those whipped cream titties. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What's the movie that Chris Evans is not in? another it's teen not, movie? There it is. I sent for B's birthday. I sent him Chris Evans uh, whipped cream sit. Uh, oh, that was cream so hot. Thing for his he's hot. Oh, he's yeah. a hot man. He's... I let him dominate me. <laughs> yeah. See. See. Fuck, fuck yeah. You just got to find the door so you can open I'm it. I'm just saying, if Chris Evans says I'm going to peg you, maybe that's what happens. I'm just saying, you never know. Don't knock it till you try it. I do love in Deadpool when they're like fucking through the holidays and it's <laughs> National Women's Day. He tried it. Yeah. He did. He did. He's like, like, oh, no. Nope, great montage. Nope. nope. And nope. that was good. It was yeah. perfect consent. Yeah, he's like, it I'm going to try yeah, it. Yeah, we'll it try didn't it. Work. And then he's yep. like, I'm not doing that again. Yep. And you know what? That's fine. You may actually think to yourself, I would very much like to be pegged. I would like that. And then it happens and you're like, I oh, no. have I now changed my mind and I do not want to do, do that, like that ever again. Or maybe just the person you did it with kind of sucked at it. And then maybe yeah, like, like the nipple tweaking. Like the nipple lady. She didn't know what she was doing. Okay. All right. I'm just saying if Mike Trout ever comes along and wants to touch your nipples, you should let him. 
I would, but I'd have some questions for Mike Trout. <laughs> not having any questions for Mike Trout. Mike Trout could do whatever he wants. Why are you not in the batting cage right now and not <laughs> instead playing with my nipples? <laughs> this is after the game. I, I want a goddamn World Series, Ashley. I don't care about my nipples. It's at the end of the All-Star break, all right? He's got Why a couple not days okay, off. Okay, okay, okay. All right, yeah, that's okay. fair. It's yeah, hot. It's July. On. Yeah. Everybody's trying to blast. I mean, I'm down for the off-season, December. It's getting cold. It'll start getting hard, you know. That right? There. See? So this is easier this access. <laughs> oh my word. Can we quickly, quickly, quickly before we go talk about the atrocities that happened at the last <laughs> episode of the podcast? So we had a very exciting full frontal for all of you. If you've made it this far, you deserve to fucking hear this. We had a very exciting full frontal that I'd planned for about a month of four women who are friends and who are badass bitches and who all have marriages and families and, and careers. And, and we were just going to talk about how badass people are. <laughs> you can say that. Whew. Whew. We got about an hour in and Robert had te- started texting me that this is a shit show and it's worse than the seltzer episode. This Which if also- you have not listened to the seltzer episode <laughs> and you would like to get drunk with us, please go listen to the seltzer episode in episode one. It's awful, but it's hilarious. Um, they came drunk and then got progressively more drunk and then got progressively more aggressive with one another. And we had called a break. <laughs> We had called a break because somebody was getting um, super, super like uh, bogarty, um, that's a word, of the mic and would not leave it alone. And Robert kept having to turn it off and and we excused everyone and said, we'll come right back. And we came back and we started talking about threesomes and poor Holly got cut off and I feel like she was about to make a breakthrough and I feel real bad for her because all of a sudden we had a tussle and a punch Jerry, was Jerry, thrown. Jerry. Two our, punches. Our own Oscar. Two Will punches. Smith, Chris Rock. <laughs> I was shook. I was sitting right next to it, and I watched this chick push this other chick. And the chick who got pushed stood up, and she's like six feet tall, and just pulled back and decked her, and she flew over like three kegs. It was very loud. It was very scary. I was very traumatized. I've never seen. I've never in person seen people fight before, and I really no. That's like your first fight. That was you've my ever... first fight. Your first world star. I've never <laughs> seen people fight wow. in no? front of me before. And there's something different about a girl girl fight. Oh my god! Like there's more. There's like, shrieking involved. There's more animal anger, anger and like passion. Yeah, if that's the right word. No, like, it there's is. Something it is. different than just two dudes. Because then, like the other girls wanted to get up and get in the middle of it, and I was yeah. literally clutching my microphone. And in the audio, all you hear is me going, "I got my mic." I got my mic. I got my mic. Like somebody protect me. I'm so I did not scared. want to get involved. I figured if anything was gonna break of like our stuff, they were gonna pay for it. Like I'd get new equipment. Exactly. Yeah. All those most of this is new, but like yeah, I was like But hopefully they want to fight, I'm not getting involved. Hopefully when we have the mantle <laughs> I put money on it. I told her that there's no way a fight is breaking out on the mantle. Even there's if they no get all, all these guys get drunk, they're just gonna I don't know. There's no way. No. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. Also, all everybody I invite to the mantle is actually like good friends of mine so i think that there's a different level of respect i've been on the podcast most of them have already been on the podcast all four of those girls have never been on a podcast and and i had only met them like once or twice i think the other thing was weird the reason why she wanted the mic so much is some people that don't aren't aren't on microphone and don't hear their voice Mm. in headphones that often they love it it's like this new sensation that you know because you hear people oh i hate the sound of my voice some people love it and they want to keep hearing Hmm. 
the voice and the headphones. I think she also had a lot to say because she was very conservative and just very drunk and very drunk. That was the main. And thing. that is the main, the main thing. Um, so we do have audio of it, but we probably will I don't never. know. It might be a hidden episode. At one point, I might drop it as an they've, Easter egg. We never know. They've asked uh, we, Patreon subscribers. What? Yeah, eventually. Maybe. Yeah, start a Patreon. Release it. The fuck is that? You don't know. Oh my god! See, this is why she doesn't follow podcasters. On I don't Instagram. know what you're talking about. It's a way for your listeners to. It's support only fans your podcast. for podcasts, <gasps> so they can donate a dollar. Only fans or started $10 because pa- or Patreon was so. Yeah, and what? it's a way that your listeners can support you. Oh my god! No, I don't want to ask people for money. That makes me sad. Well, they don't have to. Oh, okay. but what if they're they no, but they're to. they're not. They can, but then the main thing is you have you to get give them content, something. exclusive content for oh. them. You get like discounts on their merch. You so get commercial free episodes, comedians, unreleased You get episodes. tickets before oh. they're released, you know, to the public, that kind of thing. Oh. It's like I'm a fan not, club. It's like a paid fan club kind of thing. I'm not that cool. No, we will eventually give you one. Okay. Make sure you follow us, like us, all the things that you do on the things Instagram, uh, What's Your Position podcast. Yeah, it's Instagram. So uh, that's it. <laughs> Uh, make sure you check out your local BDSM club. Why the fuck not? Go take a class. Go take a class on spanking. Go take a class you on got one, tying hit it up. us up and Ash will go to it. I fucking will so come with you. Like, I will hold your hand. Or not. Whatever you're into. Um, make sure that you download our episodes because that's how I count. By the way, we reached 69.69. We did. 6,969 downloads today. Hell, nobody download anymore ever. Ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we get to like 69,000, you know, whatever. 69. Unless you get to 69,420. 6, oh my God. That'd be good. That Speaking of 6969, is there a phone number we can. There is. People can call? You can call me at 513-6969-SEX. Um, no. Call me. It's a real number. It's a real fucking Leave a number. Voicemail. Text me. It's anonymous. 513-6969-SEX. I, we really found this number and we really would love for you to fucking call us and ask us questions or just tell us that you love us or tell us that you hate us if that's or what ramble you're into. incoherent QAnon conspiracies at three in the morning Is sure. that, was that, that you too. was that you not saying it wasn't <laughs> thanks for coming on my kinky podcast B appreciate it I'm a little disappointed that there's no chains from the ceiling. You, I'm not done yet. I, have, I didn't have to put a ponytail on my butt. The viewer can't see it. This <laughs> is, again, the Studio uh, A, uh, when we get yeah, to the official studio right. at her house. Right. Full They'll, on sex dungeon. Oh, my God, yeah. There's it's one corner for podcasting, mm-hmm. one corner for someone to sleep. You know, guest, still guest. Right? Sure, sure. Okay. One corner is kind of by the closet, and then the last one. Or no, the one corner is the door, so the last It's closet. the last corner is it's the BDSM. BDSM. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Whips, yeah. chains. All black. Yep. Yeah. Uh, make sure that you are um, being consensual with all of your sex acts and make sure that you are being kind to one another um, and that you are engaging in sex acts that make you happy Um, don't repress yourself Um, express yourself (laughs) nice another t-shirt I know right you should start writing this shit down thanks for joining us everybody stay safe stay kind stay sexy What's Your Position podcast represents the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice 
and is intended for education and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of error. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy. Like, 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 like.